0: And then I had to um, reschedule my fiber install for NBN for a third time. Oh, at home. Yeah. <laughs> just, just every time I was away, I just had to keep kicking the date down and kept kicking it down the road. Uh-huh. Anyway, welcome to the Ted Shed. Jason here. Joining me, as always, is Glenn. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Fantastic. First time face-to-face in the shed for a while. Yeah, I think um,
1: we went on school holidays and then you went away and yeah, it's probably been, I don't know, eight
0: weeks, it's something seven like eight that. weeks. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, we did one remotely, but we're both back in the shed and yep. that's the podcast where we talk about everything Springfield and beyond and yeah. no topic is off limits.
1: And I've got Toy Cavoodle pups for sale if anyone's interested.
0: <laughs> <laughs> toy, toy Cavoodle? Oh, Cavoodle, sorry. Cavoodle.
1: The dad's a Toy Cavoodle, mum's a Cavoodle. Right. So we've got four available. So feel free to hit me up on the yeah.
0: socials and uh, come down and get one. All oh, right. We'll, we'll put um, maybe put a photo or a post up on the Ted yeah. Shed website so people can see.
1: Maybe we can give one as a prize. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't get say that. My, my kids will want that one rigged. <laughs> we go, we'll, we'll take one, dad. Oh, mate. Throw a dog a bone. Yeah, nice, mm. nice. we um, just uh, like, yeah, we've been trying to line up a few interviews because we, we love chatting to people. So mm. we've got a heap of great interviews lined up. Um, but just because, you know, like you and I are busy and they're busy, yeah. getting things coordinated is you know, is always a challenge. So we've got some dates locked in um, and we've got some very interesting people coming up. So can't wait to have those conversations. But in mm. the meantime, just you and me, let's um, do our usual mm. chat. Um, I wanted wanted to kick off with something that's local. Um mm-hmm. and I don't I can't remember the last time I went to this event. I think it was back probably oh gee, I'd have to say in the 90s. Just mm-hmm. going back a bit now. It's the sale show. Oh wow. Have you been to the sale show in recent years? Sale show. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's a forty. Oh, wow. no, oh. I used to live in Sale in Are Victoria you <Sure>. Maybe, maybe that's <laughs> the onset. Sorry, the Ipswich show. That's, the sail show is not local. If anyone doesn't know where sail is. It's Victoria. It's Victoria. It's, it, yeah, it's what? It's about three hours. Up on your boat and sail there. Three hours east of Melbourne. <laughs> About 2,000 kilometres from here. So don't go mm, down to the sail, show because not that's not on. on. But man. in May, between the 19th of May and the 21st of May, is the Ipswich show.
1: Mm. Yeah, 150 years this year for really? the Ipswich show. Yeah, so it's a big one. So
0: wow.
1: I know they're doing um, – I know the RAF got involved as well. They're going to do a low-pass flyover. Um maybe with what's a big plan the c seventeen c
0: seventeen
1: I think it might be that one. I'm not sure I heard something on River nine four nine the other day about it. Oh. um but yeah, no I think they've got a big one planned, so um yeah, are you gonna go um
0: I don't know look it's it's currently not in in my um uh, I guess <laughs> my current schedule to, mm. to even find the the time, but I've just I remember going there, yeah, like I said, it must have been in high school or one of those events or even after i just left school. I reckon
1: I know the year you went. Really? 96. What? Why was that?
0: Savage Garden played. <laughs> Get out of it. No. Um, I don't look, and look, to tell you the truth, I don't think there was much there. Look, it might have even been around a time when we were playing indoor cricket. Oh, Jesus. Just, yeah, going mm. back. Yeah. Um, but look, back in back then, it wasn't it wasn't much of an event. But I've just no. seen a lot of media around it lately, which is great. Mm. Um, but just wondering, yeah, have you taken the family there? And recently? I have.
1: Oh, probably. Oh, I'd have to say four or five years ago. I think we took Monty and Dakota. Left the twins at home um, because we just didn't want to go and deal with the big crowds in the Brisbane exhibition. Yeah, and it probably is a bit more like a country show, so mm-hmm. kids can milk cows and. Well, when we went anyway. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it was a bit more laid back and fun atmosphere, I guess. So, I'm assuming that's what that's probably still like. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably a bit bigger now, like you said. Like, um, and there's a lot more corporate sponsoring going on there, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, but um, I, I'm actually thinking about take, taking Christina out for a date night. Yeah. It's a bit like the Jacaranda Festival on steroids. Do you remember that's that's
0: another well that's mm. still an event that goes on, right? That's it's yeah. like a the fair in the in the in the paddock with the yeah. jacarandas and the oval there. Yep. there's another event every time um because every couple of years we go down and have Christmas down in Coff's Harbour. Um and same little thing. It's got it's got that um feel about like in Coff's there's a fair mm-hmm. where you know they have like on one side they sort of line up. This is right near the the jetty and the water, so they just line up all the food and the show bags and the carny kind of right. Um sorry, you know knock downs and clowns yeah yep. and then just opposite that is, is they do the haunted castle or whatever the ghost train sorry and then the, you know the cha-cha and all of those things just in there and it's a fantastic mm. vibe mm. um yeah and the jacaranda festival i guess sort of falls into that yeah um but yeah the ipswich show it's also interesting because i don't know many businesses or like even schools and that he mostly don't take the ipswich show holiday off they take the brisbane one
1: that's all right. Yeah.
0: Um, which I guess, you know, in sort of in two minds. You know, people go, look, Brisbane holiday, is it a bigger holiday going to the Ecker? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't even go to the Ecker on public holiday. It'd be madness. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just interesting that um, a lot of businesses in Ipswich, and particularly, I mean, like Springfield, we we're on the border. Yeah. Um, and you know, some people will probably argue, you know, like, we're not Ipswich. That animosity between oh really Spring- haven't you seen I'm that proud Ipswichian so some mate look yeah. grew, grew up in Leichhardt yeah. Churchill yeah. now live I grew at up Springfield in the wood, mate yeah, yeah But there's so many people that are of, um so much animosity towards Springfield really mm, it's huge oh, I get fucked yeah it's good. we get everything you know we get all the money we get all oh, this yeah, and yeah, yeah. and, and once again I, we you know I think we've talked about the you know the different levels of government people understanding how things work mm. most of the stuff that's out here I mean yeah we have got a new stadium. Right. Yeah. We've got um, a new shopping centre. Well, that right. shopping centre's 12 private. years old now. But it's private. Yeah. Right. And then we've got a lagoon. Yeah. Right. But then again, so like Ipswich, but the thing is, all of these facilities are open to everyone to come and travel to, That's regardless right. of. Exactly. And then I love going to Queen's Park, the yeah. animal places there. That's right. By the river.
1: I've been spending a bit of time in Tal- Talmud. Is it Talmud Street Mall?
0: Say he's Nicholas Street Precinct. What's it called now?
1: Oh, I don't know. I would have called it Nicholas Street. Yeah, Nicholas Street. Is it Telmer? Place? Thelma Place,
0: is it? Yeah. Yeah, that's where the council, the library. Yeah, and...
1: yeah, yeah. I've been spending a bit of time in there, man. There's a couple of little good restaurants in there. Yeah. Yeah. If you are heading th- to the show, go in there and have a meal. Yeah.
0: Because mm. there's the Pump House. Is it the Pump
1: House? Or Pump Yard. Pump Yard. That's up That's up, that's up near Autobahn and uh, the St. Vinny's, and that's near Darcy Doyle Place.
0: Yeah, that's opposite the um, Performing Arts Complex. Yeah, correct. The Civic it's Center. Civic Center. Center. Center, yeah. yeah. Yeah, There's so you much going on, that,
1: mate. That's why you had your reception.
0: <laughs> I did. Running <yeah, laughs> reception. There. Um, it is. It is like it's one of those things. I would just yeah. Back to the animosity mm. and people. What well, the way I look at it is this: you don't have much space in in Ipswich to do something new, right? No, that's right. And I, and I know that they want second bridges and they want um, you know like they want trying to get the NRL team there, and unfortunately they didn't get that. They missed
1: the boat on that, mate.
0: I think it would have been great, but look. Yeah, there just seems to be this misconception that council spends a lot of money in Springfield, mm. and that's not the case. A yeah, lot yeah. of it is is private. Mm. Right? Yeah, I totally agree, totally agree. Um, and at the same time, you know, we will, where our taxpayer money goes um, at the moment is like the place that you just spoke about. Mm. That's yeah? exactly the right. The city redevelopment in the city, that's where our money's going. They're not mm. building... Things here, you know, in Springfield or no, out right. of the suburbs.
1: Yeah, Ipswich Centre probably got the most spent on it in the last five years. Like they're now doing up the old cinema, you know. Oh, and, and I've heard uh, comments through that. the through yeah. the grapevine yeah. that um, it's
0: in bad shape.
1: It's in really bad shape, mm. and it's basically Hutchies has gone back to the council now and said, well, here's a list of variations. What do you want to do?
0: Yeah, and, and Outside and look, of what they quoted. And, and perfect because, yeah, I, I believe I read the other day and I actually commented on behalf of the Dead Shed. Oh, did um, you? I believe this was on Twitter. Mm. Um, I commented and just, yeah, because they've just approved a $15 million variation on that contract. Mm. So there's another $15 million mm-hmm. of our money yep. into that. And yep. what I basically said, and um, you know, speaking on our behalf, was if that is a commercially like premise and, and a cinema chain wants to go in there, if all of the decks and the ramps and, you know, the seating areas and that are not currently fit for purpose, mm-hmm. it's not for us as the ratepayer to make good on that. If it's not, you know, financially viable for a cinema, mm-hmm. I don't think a cinema chain or, as you said, Hutchie can come in and go, this is not good enough for us. We want you mm. to renovate this. There's apparently mould issues. There's all mm. these other structural issues. Yep. Yep. So where's the taxpayer, right? right but, well, yeah, ratepayer. Well, we rate ratepayer. Mm. Is, is we're now coughing in another fifteen million on mm-hmm. top of God knows how much is in there. Like wasn't yeah. there a figure at some stages over two hundred and fifty million? Yeah, I don't know the exact in, figure in redeveloping that mm. mall. Yep. But you know, what I mean, like it's, the mm-hmm. thing is, is, a lot of those buildings in the mall were commercially were weren't commercially viable mm-hmm. back in the day. And you imagine being a landlord owning one of those buildings, the council would come along, and go, we're going to buy you out. Yep. See, you, mate. Take it. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Now, we we as tenants of Ipswich. Now, own all of this real Mm -hmm. estate. And we're not – we shouldn't. Correct. It's a conflict of interest. I don't think council should be in the real estate business. I agree. We should be going – yeah, approvals. If you want to turn that into there, a you know, planning approval allows you to, you know, retrofit that into a cinema. Yeah, turn that strip into. Re- well, that's what council does. Mm. And I get their own building. I mean, look, I don't know about you, mate, but the, my bin collection and my council services have been exceptional since they've moved into their new building. Mm. <laughs> right, the quality of service I see as a resident is, mm. is just, you know, exponentially improved because they're yeah. now yeah. moved into a, a, you know, a glossy head
1: office. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's right. But exactly. Th- this is
0: the thing you can see why people, you know, get angry. And I think, mm. you know, like I said, back to the animosity of people of Ipswich and Springfield, we are all Ipswich and I think our anger should be turned <laughs> towards the administration of our money. Now, I don't mm-hmm. know necessarily where we can actually lay blame at the current administration mm. because a lot of it is inherited through, you know, those previous Ipswich councils and the way that those... Um, Things are set up. ...construction authorities and all that was done, right? Mm. So that might be a bit of past and there's a few people still around. Um but look, yeah, it is frustrating just to think that we're we're paying our rates. You know, like I got my rates notice the other day. Keeps going up, mate. Six fifty. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. And then, as I said, we've said in the past. You know, you, you... <laughs> stop paying rates, people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let them chase happen. you. They'll take just your house. just
1: put you just put your rates in another bank account. And let them chase you for a while.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right. But it's this is the thing. So look, it's great to, as you said, you know there are some great restaurants down there. There's there is more. The yeah. They're doing some great um, entertainment stuff. Mm. But I don't think it's council's job to, um, you know, to, be to the buy, promoter. Well, to
1: be the landlord. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and I know some other people that are that are well in the community that have the same opinion. Yeah. Yeah, and and it is, it's true, mate. And um, but what do you do? You know, we're in this boat. We're sailing it. The only way we can change it is vote the vote the current people out and put new people in. But the Very problem simple.
0: is that that deal's done unless mm. yeah, yeah. unless unless our council turns around and says, look, you know, we've 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 taken ratepayers' money, we've redeveloped them all, and like yeah, there's a new now shopping we'll centre in there. Exactly. We'll now sell that as a commercial property Absolutely. to someone else to take over.
1: Mm-hmm. Bring the money to Springfield. We need it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about the roads Don't <laughs> <laughs> talk about the roads But
0: look, it's a great city And it's one of the reasons for our podcast, right? We're both passionate about where we live But, you know, yeah. we, we are not Like Springfield was never here when we grew up No, it
1: was a dirt road that finished at the end of Chimera yeah. On Old Logan Road and turned into a dump yeah. Which is now, you know, basically It still hasn't been built on that dump site no, that's um, where the Aero Club or the yeah, Model right. Aero Club flies. That's out. right. Yeah, mm. I remember going there as a kid with dad and back in the back in the car up to the big hole and yeah. throw her in. You know. Yeah. But yeah, no, we, ne- we never was there. But um, look, development happens and it's pushing out into White Rock now. You know what I mean? Like all that development. So, exactly. Are people going to have the shits when that goes ahead? Oh, it'll be, be, be Rip- Ripley. Ripley be the is the next, next one. If, if
0: Ripley gets something new, like yeah, they've they well, schools any
1: getting switch. built there and everything. Like, yeah, yeah, and people just need to, you know. Get on with it. Just, just be happy where you live. Be happy in the place you're in. That's your choice. Yeah. Don't don't begrudge people because of the area they live in.
0: But do you think that's like just where, where we seem to be as a society now is, is class warfare. It's all this us-haves. I mean, like the budget recently, Yeah, um, you know, and the government – I mean I don't know your take on the budget. I could probably oh, I haven't it. had a
1: good chance to look at it to be honest.
0: But look what once again, you know, the the PM and, and the Treasurer and that they're you know on the roadshow selling the budget mm. and yeah, how it's yeah. a budget for all Australians and for cost of living. And I look at it and I go Okay, so the like the electricity rebate, right? So mm-hmm. people are getting, you know, I think up to five hundred dollars off over, you know, six months or something like that. But once again, the only people who get that is if you're on a pension or a mm-hmm. government payment. That's right. But they're out there saying, we're helping, you know, this is a budget for all Australians for cost of living. And you mm. look at it and you go, it's not for all Australians. It's for all Australians that vote Labor. No, it's all, it's, it's, it's <laughs> mostly, and once well, again, this is no disrespect to anyone. I'm not trying to play class warfare here, right? But mm. like 50% of Australians don't pay tax, mm. right? You've obviously got your tax-free threshold, yeah, but even right. people who are on $45,000 get all those other government benefits and that mm. which equate to basically, you know, the tax. The, the tax. So... You've got half the population who are getting all of these stuff because they're doing it tough, and I get it, right? Mm. But the government just keeps selling it as we're helping all Australians, we're doing all of this, and everything I've seen from from the government recently is, you know, um, PBS medicines. We're helping people in medicines. Yeah. So you go great. So if you're not on, if you're healthy, yeah, you're not Means help. nothing for you, that's right? right? And then if childcare is another one, so if you you don't have kids, or your kids are of age, or you've got a stay at home, mum and that's your your choice, nothing for you, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's the same if you're on a government subsidy or, you know, some sort of payment, you get this, you get that. But Mm -hmm. anyone else doesn't. And the problem I see with that is everybody, you know, and I'm not saying that somebody on $120,000 is rich. No, No, shit, no. They're they're, they're definitely better off than people on 45, I get it, right? Mm. But they're still facing their grocery bills going up, their rates going up, their electricity going up, their Mm -hmm. fuel going up, right? Mm
1: -hmm. Mortgage repayments.
0: Exactly. Everything their cost of living is going up exponentially. Yeah. But there's nothing to alleviate their cost of living. So it's basically mm. like saying, look, that person on the hundred and twenty thousand might at the end of a, end of a month have eight hundred dollars, right? Whereas the person on less is you know might have nothing and, and are mm. behind. I get it. Mm. So, but what we're basically saying now is, look, that eight hundred dollars that they had might be down to four hundred now or three hundred dollars now. Yeah. Yeah, but that's okay. Like we we don't have to help them.
1: No, that's right, and they're the ones paying the most tax. Correct. Yeah, because they're over the threshold.
0: Yeah, but do you know. know what I mean? Yeah. And there's going to come a point in time that if you keep helping and handing out under the current system of handing out all of these, you know, like electricity is another mm. cost, right? So people who are on the lesser amount or getting a government payment get five hundred dollars off their electricity. Mm. But the old mate there, who and when I say one hundred and twenty thousand, let's put it in perspective. That might be a single parent mm. who's got kids, right? Yep. You, you think about that, then. If you've got a household with two people working, and, and they're on, you know, um, what sixty or seventy thousand dollars each, they're at one forty. So they're actually as a household got more money than old mate who's working by yep. himself. Yeah. Um, but his tax rate's higher mm-hmm. because it's taxed as an individual, and the two in, the other individuals have lesser tax brackets. But he's not getting anything. No,
1: that's all right. And he's exactly. getting
0: squeezed. And we're in a position where everybody's going. Well, that guy doesn't deserve anything because mm. he's rich
1: mm. yeah he's rich he's got a car he's got a house he's got a mortgage mate he's rich yeah he owns a business he must be rich yeah and
0: and <laughs> and there was <laughs> another whatever. thing that happened i don't know if you saw this um i posted something else on on twitter um and we've only gone to i'm twi- not on twitter no no we have only no. gone to we, we are as the tech you are but i'm not no we're no so we've gone on i'm allergic to all apps we've just just gone there I used to be on Twitter, you know, with my personal account. I don't anymore. We just have it for for the mm. TED shed and just just to join in the conversation, right? And Twitter's a vile place. It is, it's it's incredible. Um, so I posted something the other day because it was basically the conversation we're having now. You know, someone else was rattling on, um, about stage three tax cuts again. They said, oh, Look, yeah. you know, with house, you know, with all the expenses and everything else like that, we should be, you know, the the government shouldn't be giving a nine thousand dollar tax break to the super rich. And I'm just going, right, so someone up to 100, you know, up to $200,000 gets that. And once you're over 200000 it's $0.47 cents in the dollar,
1: right? Mm, yeah.
0: And I you know, guarantee someone who's paying four, you know, or earning four or $5 million, the mega rich, mm. um, you know, they're not paying tax. They're offsetting. That was just my shoot. I <laughs> oh. <laughs> just dropped the shoot.
1: Thought we had Ted in the shed. No.
0: No. Um, they're, you know, they're doing tax minimization strategies of and using trusts and, and everything else like and that. Good and good on them. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but I put a comment in, someone's going, I'll dump the stage three tax cuts. And I said, look, stage three tax cuts actually will impact or benefit people earning over $45,000 a year.
1: Hmm.
0: Right? And I got shouted down, or we did, because it was a collective hmm. it was a share post, right? And it was basically, um, oh, you're a bot you've only got, you know, a limited number of followers and you, you're on an old account, you're about to be blocked and then they're blocked us. I'm like... Oh, Twitter did. No, 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 this is oh. a muppet that I was having a conversation oh. with, you know, like yeah. obviously, a, like I said, a, a lightweight who was trying to have a debate saying, you know, the stage three tax cuts should be dumped because it's going to cost the economy heaps. Yeah. And I was just trying to call out, going, but hang on, someone earning over $45,000 will get a benefit.
1: Because
0: mm. at the moment, the tax rate over, in the other way, the brackets work. Yeah. Someone earning over $45,000 pays 32.5%.
1: Wow. Right? Fuck, that's a lot, hey.
0: But what's going to happen is that's going to come back to 30%. So they're technically going to get a 2.5% tax cut.
1: Yeah. Just right? fuck all when you're paying $45,000. On 45000
0: No, but that's over 45000 So you could be yeah. on 60000 oh, okay. 70000 right? Yeah, so right. effectively what we're going to, you know, the government's doing is going, well, you're going to get 2.5%. Hmm. Then the next bracket up is also going to come to 30%. So it's basically going to go a flat 30% across the board, up to 200000 Perfect. Correct. Yeah, exactly. And it's, yeah. It's, it's like company tax, right? Company tax yeah. is 30. Yeah. If
1: you're not minimising.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it depends. If you're yeah. the AFL, you don't pay tax. You're what? AFL don't pay tax. Don't they? No. Why? No, no, because... They're, They're just, a
1: sporting organisation.
0: Oh, I don't know. I believe churches don't pay tax no, either, is that no, correct? No, they don't. A- and or rates? Um, Exxon, I think it's ExxonMobil, $20 billion of, trend, um, of what was it, um, revenue in Australia, zero tax. Why? There was $18 billion, I think it was, for um, Ampol, zero tax. See, that's, that's why our country's fucked. Yeah, because we're taxing and this and this is my point, right? So someone over, like I said, forty five thousand dollars, say you're on sixty, you're gonna go from thirty-two and a half percent tax down to thirty. So you're getting it mm. that's basically we talk about government giving out payments. Mm. This here is basically saying we're giving you a two and a half percent pay rise. Mm. That's right. Exactly. Right. But everyone is calling for them to be cut. Mm. Because what once again, you look at percentages, oh, because someone on fifty thousand dollars minding you that anyone on forty five is really not paying any tax. Yeah. Right? But someone on fifty thousand dollars they're paying, you know, two thousand dollars a year in tax, right? So mm. what what they're going to get back as a tax break will be, you know, four hundred bucks, a couple of hundred bucks, right? Yeah. But then they turn around and go, oh yeah, but old mate who's on one hundred and eighty thousand dollars, he's going to get eight and a half thousand. Mm. And you go, yeah, but hang on, old, old mate on one hundred and eighty thousand pays sixty thousand dollars in tax.
1: That's right, exactly, right? Yep. That's and and th- crazy, this, this man. is where
0: it is odd, right? So someone mm. down on the lower end who's paying two to three thousand dollars is is whinging about someone who's paying sixty thousand dollars, mm. going, "Oh no, he's only going to start paying fifty two thousand dollars a year." That's wrong. No, it's not. No, because he's still putting in <laughs> fifty two thousand dollars a year in tax, and you're putting in fuck all. So the have nots are telling mm. the haves what they should do.
1: Oh yeah, and that's that's the way the government governs that we have right now, isn't it?
0: Well, and it, it goes back to what we talked about before with Springfield and Ipswich and it. it's just like everything seems to be class warfare mm. at the moment. Yeah, yep. You know, whether, whether it's, um, you know, a, a belief on religion, whether it's a belief on, you know, in, indigenous rights or anything else like that, mm-hmm. when it's a, a, um, a belief on, you know, polit, you know, political lines, if you're yep. labour, everything is so divisive. Mm. Um, and this is just another one, right? And it's the case of no, no. And I think, you know, the people who, who earn more, And a personal belief, I think we've spoken about it before, is if you pay 30 cents in the dollar up to 200K, Mm. right? You're still contributing a shitload more in tax Mm -hmm. if you're on 150,000, as I said, than someone on 60. That's right. But the way that we do it is not only, you know, just do a flat 30 for everyone. And that's what they're doing up to 200,000. But
1: even above that, who gives a shit? Do you know what I mean? Like, because what does it cost to have me as a person in society? Okay, let's take in education. As I was growing up, let's take in hospitals. Let's take in Medicare. Let's take in all of those things. Yeah, right. How much is it per capita? And why are you paying fifty times more than what I am paying per capita? Yeah, because we. And, and this is because you've you've got an education because your mum and dad actually, you know, supported you through your education, whether it was private or state schooling.
0: You've gone. Sure, someone's you've gone got the, the initiative. initiative could have potentially you know paid a 80000 thousand dollar education bill. That's right. To to be to better themselves mm-hmm. to earn more money. Mm-hmm. As soon as they do, we fucking smack them. Mm-hmm. And 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 my problem is, right. And and here's a, a thing to think about. Right. I don't know if people really have an honest conversation because, like I said, the company tax rate's thirty percent. Mm. Right. Most of Australia is small business. Yeah. Right. So you put that into perspective. What we what we do is have a system where we tax people on their earnings. But you can have these companies or you know businesses out there that are doing incredibly well, right? And, and like this is Ampol. Why, Well, yeah, I mean mm. they're a multinational, but yeah, anyone like you oh, in Australia, small business, well, small medium, like yeah. some you know decent businesses here in Australia could be making you know pretty good money, mm. and they're at thirty cents.
1: Mm. Right, but but the average guy that's working for someone
0: is at forty-seven. Well, yeah, that's in a higher bracket. Yeah, mm. exactly. I think yeah. it's over, that's over 160 is 47. Yeah, but still, that's a fucker. See, lot here's of money. the thing. So, yeah, yeah if, you if you go get business, a second job, they want to smack you that anyway. Well, your business, for example, right? So yeah. let's just say you go win a, a large painting contract, right? Yeah. Your tax doesn't go up because you've you've won a bigger deal. No, that's right. But the way we tax people is if you go and earn more, we're going to take you we're more. going to take more. Yeah, that's right. All right, and it's a exactly. double standard. And yep. I think that yeah, you know, if we. I don't think we should tax the individual that way. I, I, I just think you know the thirty percent across the board. Mm.
1: Yeah, exactly. Whether it's a thousand bucks or a million bucks, thirty percent. Well,
0: yeah. Look, and I get, I get. I even think that the tax-free threshold should be increased. Like I think it's eighteen thousand mm. at the moment. Yeah, it's not much. In, increase that because people are doing it tough, right? Yeah, yeah. That's but right. at the same time, I think it's unrealistic to expect. And I'm talking about you know probably. I don't know what your class is, middle income anymore. But there's so many Australians that would be on, like I said, you know, 160,000 or 150,000, That's middle income, who are getting zero relief year mm. after year in budgets, in yep. government handouts, in any stimulus. They don't get a thing. Mm. That's right, right. And yeah. and giving a tax cut is the only thing that you know, the only opportunity those people have got is to make more money. Yep, but then they pay more tax. around you go and around
1: you go go until you until you get to what's the what's the retirement age now 68 67 67 67. and then when you get there we might let you have 10 years and you can fuck off
0: oh yeah Yeah. uh, well look and that's another thing I mean I know look and finance we always seem to swing around to finance because it's just so topical I guess you know in, in cost of living I mean while I was in Melbourne, and you know, like just recently, yeah, another rate rise that nobody hmm. expected. They thought they were going to pause for a bit, but then up they went yeah. again.
1: But did you hear what the Reserve Bank said today? Yeah, potentially more.
0: Yeah, yeah, and but the figures are, and this is what I don't get with the RBA, right? So there's other reports that were also released today to say that, you know, people who are doing it tough are really cut back their spending because they've just got nowhere to go, right? Absolutely, but. The people who are still contributing significant amount to the money are retirees.
1: Of course they are, because they're getting more
0: interest on the money in their super. Well, they're retired. Yeah. They've got nest eggs.
1: That's right. They're they're not, nest not, eggs they don't and have, have a mortgage. Out. Yeah.
0: Right. So what happens is they're not impacted. So when the RBA keep jacking up rates, they're sitting back going- This is easier my, for my us. My spend doesn't change. Well, it gets better. They, they can spend more. Well, if, if you've still got money invested. Yeah. That's right. If you've still got money invested, yeah.
1: they're, they're now going, well, what I was pulling out, $500 a week- I'm now pulling out eight hundred dollars
0: a week. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But yeah. the, the and, the- that's not all pensioners. I mean, some pensioners I, I do know, you know, that might not have had superannuation, yeah. and that they're they're living, you know. So there's a there's a spectrum, mm. but there's a large, and we've got an ageing population. But a lot of the the ageing population we've got are cashed up. Of course they are. So the RBA keeps smashing interest rates to slow the spend, but the people who are spending. Are getting more money, and <laughs> not the ones that the interest <laughs> rates right. are going to impact. Right, I know that's exactly right, and, and it is hilarious. Mm. So yeah, that report that you talked about when the RBA said, "Oh, more rate rises mm. to, to curb inflation," you're mm. just sitting there going, "If, if inflation is in core, is being caused by a war overseas, super company like companies making shitloads of money, and now potentially these you know cashed up retirees, yep. <laughs> let's keep smashing the person who yeah. doesn't have any money making men, ends
1: meet." Yeah, that's to pay exactly a right. And then, and then we're also causing a rental crisis in doing this because as you put those interest rates up, mm. the person who has an investment property has to charge more to cover the repayments. What? So, then the people that are on that $45,000 a year can't afford to rent anymore. Oh, I'll rent is to too much. Yep. Well, hold on a minute. I'm not a freaking charity just because I have a, an investment property. An investment property is a
0: business. And when what did the government do? You called it. Remember, we spoke about it a few episodes back, or probably a while ago, about the government coming out and saying they were going to change how many times a year you can raise mm-hmm. your rent. Of course, and it's now once a year. Yeah, exactly. So once you can get you can get twelve interest rate rises. You can get every yep everything under the and sun. You can't you, you move can be, it. You cannot do a thing. So
1: the guy in the middle again, that's bedded himself slightly, mm-hmm. gets smacked a fucking again. Yep. To hold up the people aren't in the position to own their own house. Yeah. And it's Adam, shit, Adam
0: Bant came out again today. And you know, it's just a, he's a greenie loony. Um, They're fucking crazy, man. He, he came out and said, you know, once again, this whole negative gearing debate saying we shouldn't, you know, she would, should limit negative gearing to one property. Right. That's it. Because we need to stop all of these property moguls from profiteering at the expense of, of renters. And I'm going, Hang on, so a mum and dad who's maybe got two houses are mm-hmm. property moguls now? Yeah, yeah, that's right. You're the bad guy.
1: You're the a property people mogul.
0: Put, the people that are holding this country
1: up are placed in the bad guy category.
0: Yeah, do you know, but like I so said, they're not
1: rich. No, fuck no. They're oh. just trying to get a little nest egg together so when they retire they can do it well.
0: Exactly. Yep. Maybe two houses, and you and I have said, mate, like, you know, I, I ditched my investment properties because you've got to get a, a massive rate of return. Mm-hmm. You're, you're still putting money into it. every Like, yeah, it's course. not... It's it's, not a cash cow unless it's cash flow positive and and like trying to find one of those in the market. Yeah. Good good luck. But yeah, like everything is just, you know, and I I don't know. And I think ability to have a conversation about it and debate it seems to be lost because Mm. if I have an opinion or you have an opinion now that's different to someone else. You offend them. Oh, you're a bigot. You're Mm. a racist. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You're an elitist. Yeah. You're a mo- Like everything, you get labelled- Get back in line. Straight away. <laughs> get Soon back I'm in s- line. What are you doing? Or you disagree with me, I'm gonna name call you. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's the that's the first thing, and that's why I said Keyboard like so warriors. T- Twitter mm. is like man, I just you know, I, mm. I'd take it with a grain of salt, but you sit there and if you share an opinion or try to share a fact, yeah, you get shouted down. Mm. What do you reckon would have happened in the eighties if you did that in a pub to someone? You just like, oh, fuck off.
1: You'd be punched in the face.
0: <laughs> just, you yeah. know what I mean? But, but back then, people could sit there and have a discussion about something and then it not, you know, a few people get a few beers under themselves, and might end up in a, a punch an up. An argument it. or a punch up, yeah. But most of the time, people could sit there at the pub mm. and have a conversation about these things and have a, of a difference of opinion. Yep. But if you do that today, straight to name calling, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. You put it in a box, you're an idiot over there, dickhead. Yeah. You know what I mean? How exactly. dare you say that? You ask not...
0: a question on, on anything, you know, as I said, you're a homophobe. If you mention anything about you know something, whether you believe it or not, right? I said you mentioned something on race. You're a racist. Whether even if it's a race comment, I mean, like the I was at the the Collingwood game. Um, oh, and they booed Buddy when, when the, yeah booing Buddy Franklin. Everyone came out and said, "Oh, it's another Adam Goods scenario. It's racist and everything mm-hmm. else." I'm going, "Well, I was in the crowd. I wasn't booing." There was yeah. a lot of people there, but they weren't. I, I didn't even know he was Indigenous. Neither did I, to be honest. Right. I'm just going, I, I just, once again, this is this labeling. I just go, there's a bloke out there playing footy. Mm. Right. I don't, I don't assign, you know, like if another player is getting booed and then all of a sudden Buddy Franklin gets booed, I don't turn around and go, oh, okay, that's a racist you boo racist and that one's bastard. Not a boo. Yeah, exactly. But what was interesting, right, because there's been a lot of commentary about it. And if you, you know, you look on the AFL websites and, and everything, people are still discussing it, as, as are we. But being in the crowd, People people were actually saying things. Like, it wasn't just booing. They were saying things. Oh. Like, in that game, he was playing terribly. Yeah.
1: Right? He couldn't mark a ball. Do you reckon it was his own team booing him? Sydney Swans. Oh, Swan no, no, supporters. no. Definitely Collingwood, players. <laughs> <laughs> Collingwood fans. But what I'm saying
0: is, is you might hear as a crowd – a big roar of boo, which is to be a few, but there's actually comment in it, mm. like people yelling out things and they weren't yelling out anything racist. Yeah, it was like Butterfingers or Catch the Ball. Just to make your past your day. Yeah, you should have retired on a high after you. you know, these are the sorts Bono of things. final win last year. Oh, sorry. When, when, you kicked, when you kicked a thousand goals or <laughs> yes. whatever it was and everyone ran on. Yeah. Like that sort of stuff. They're going, you, you passed it. You should have gone out in your prime. You can't even mark anymore. That's the sort mm. of stuff they were saying to him. Mm. So it's probably more ageist. Than it was racist. I, just, I haven't heard of an ageist. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I you know what ageist is. Oh my god! No, it's like that's discrimination against people who are. Oh, old. for
1: fuck's sake!
0: Really? Oh, mate, don't you really? You don't know that? So if you go for a job and like, if the one of the the most under or underemployable or underemployed people at the moment are over fifty five. If you're over fifty five, good luck getting a job. Why? Because most people, right? This is where the ageist comes in or ageism, is you come in for a job and they go, "Oh, you're too fucking old." <laughs> You're gone. We don't, we're not even going to employ you. But you've got skills, depth of experience, and ability, right? They'll go, I'm going to go take the 25 year old and, and train them and up and because train them up. I can get them for, you know, maybe next number of years or whatever, which is a fallacy because that demographic's probably they, going to change jobs like all the Tinder, time. They're like
1: Tinder, mate. They just keep swiping right. Correct. Mm. But
0: they just sort of ignore the older ones. So what ageism is, is basically like racism, right? If you're being. Um, who comes up with this? What, who mean? comes up with that, with that saying? Uh, I don't know. I think it's just anything like sexist is if you're discriminatory or you know do something negative or was it? I'm trying to figure the um, the ist the ist part. What is it? If you do something, so like sexist is if you're discriminating or not, or not not or... select someone in a job based on the sexual orientation. Right. If it's racist, you're doing that on based on their on their race. If it's if it's ageist, you're doing something based on their age. Right. So oh, yeah. that's that's where the phrases basically come yeah, from. Right. So I guess ageist is well, you know, I haven't heard of that. Yeah, you're not going to employ someone because they're old, or you to, whatever. Yeah, right. right.
1: Yeah, right. Okay, I didn't know that was a thing, but anyway, fuck yeah. the world
0: surprises me
1: every day. I tell you,
0: mate, there's a new label for everything, and <laughs> labelling people just frustrates the hell out of me. But back to the booing. Mm. So, so yeah, being in that crowd, I don't think anything that I heard was racist. was anything to do with his race. Yeah. Um, it was Cause the just, good thing they called him a monkey, didn't they? I think. I no, think I, I'm
1: not racist by any way. But they, did they call him a monkey? I don't know. Yeah, I, I think okay.
0: look, I think out of respect, they didn't. They don't, you know. Mm. Or typically, they don't repeat phrases or what people were called. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, if they did, no. I mean, that's that's horrendous, right? Yeah, I agree totally. That is horrendous.
1: Not just booing him, saying you can't mark, you idiot.
0: Yeah, and look, getting a ban and getting kicked out of state. Good, fuck off. You're not wanted, right? Because mm. I don't think, like I said, we go. Yeah, you, know, you go and watch the the Brisbane Lions. Mm. You know, we've got Charlie Cameron. Yeah, you know, um, Coleman in there. Fantastic players when they run no, out no, on the we'll field. Go I, back. I
1: Charlie Cameron's on a fantastic player.
0: No, look, they are. They're, they're good. They're at the top of their field, right? They're playing for. You know, I don't know. They, mate. They've made it. How to many the, kicks
1: did Cameron get against Essendon? They've made it to the did he, AFL. Did he mate? kick any goals? <laughs> they've made it did to you the see AFL. Gold out the let's, back. Got shut down.
0: Let's let anyway. Let's give them some credit, All right? Look, <laughs> they are playing at a top level yeah. sport, right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. But but when they run on, you know, I don't look at the Brisbane Lions running onto the field. As you know, I see a team coming out and playing, mm. and I don't know why. You know, people think in their head whether a player's indigenous or not, or looks indigenous or has some heritage. Like, why that's got to do with anything? So, if you want to call think, them out, yeah. for that, you're out of yeah. Yeah, yeah I totally
1: to agree with that. I think maybe it's a bit of um, hype journalism too. Oh, you got booed because it's racism? Do you think that's a headline? Well, look, I think that, like I said, that discussion around Adam Goods. Mm. Oh, that's different. Be- being booed, yeah, right. Oh, no, but. Goods, I'm not good.
0: It? Sorry, um, yeah, Franklin, Buddy Franklin. Bank, yeah, yeah, well, I don't think that was racism. But look, once again, you're right. The media went the yeah, race card, and everyone did, went race it card. Sells, it, it
1: sells newspapers.
0: Yeah, but like, and I said, and I don't think in that incident that was racist.
1: But then, do you think that creates divide from the media? Then media-driven divide. But well, I think, if anything, it because we talked about being divided. Yeah, yeah. The whole what?
0: society is that done through media. Oh the, well, definitely the narrative, right? And we've spoken about this. What you consume, whether it be through mainstream media or social media, etc., you know, obviously in influences your your beliefs. That's right, exactly. It's, so it's I think
1: television, the, it's it's you know, yeah, and I, brainwashing. Think, I
0: think the danger of of calling out this stuff about Buddy um, Franklin is. You're only going to encourage racists to be racist. Mm. As, as I said before, if no one drew attention to his race, I no. don't. I don't think anybody would have turned around. And like I said, I didn't. I don't. Well, even now, if, if I knew that he was Indigenous, and it doesn't affect my opinion.
1: No, definitely. Not. But
0: but if you are a bit of a nutter, and you know a redneck. And all of a sudden people keep, you know, they're pointing out and they go like, oh, you know, Glenn, you, you're, you know, you identify or you've got, a, you know, First Nations um, heritage. Mm. All of a sudden you've got a target on your back because people are pointing that out almost as if to go, you know, fucking let's let's unload on this guy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah, that's yeah. the danger yeah. of the media labelling yeah. that. If they don't yeah. talk about race. No. They should right, have we treat AFL everyone. great like, gets booed. It's labelling, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's labelling him that again. Yeah. Let's stop labelling people based yep. on their sex, yep. on their race, right? And stop yep. drawing attention because I think it's the labelling that enables people to, to go, provide. oh, he's a indigenous, I'm going to call him this or I'm going to yep. call
1: him that. Yeah, and then my opinion of you changes because I'm like, how dare you say that about someone? You know what I mean? That creates divide. Oh, yeah, I think there's a lot of divide created by the media and that's all through like we've just spoken about with the, with the budget at the moment. Everyone's out there. <laughs> In the budget, like journalists will be pulling out certain things and reporting on certain ways the budget's going to affect this guy to that guy, and then this guy and that guy go, "Well,
0: let's have an argument about it." Well, that's class, and that's where the class welfare is, right? So it's but the is same, it, is no it different by media, of course. Yeah, it's, it's no different to the. Um... So who holds them accountable? Well, the only thing we can, right, is, is if you listen in, if you watch their shows.
1: Mm. But um, I think you it's know... like
0: Sky News, right? If you don't watch Sky News yeah. and their viewer numbers go down, well. There's potential that that broadcaster, you know, well not that broadcaster, but that host, if the show's not rating, it gets pulled off air.
1: Yeah, I, I think people are moving more away from. Mate, I can't remember the last time <clears throat> I actually turned on the normal TV to watch TV. Like, yeah, I might watch a show here or there, but mm. I don't turn on the telly on a on a Thursday night from seven o'clock and go to bed at ten, just watching whatever programs are on there. I think Netflix, Paramount, I, you know, all these all these things where you can just go, okay, I'm going to go watch that show and I'm not going to have all the bullshit around that network. You're detaching
0: from news and more going to
1: entertainment. That's all right. Yeah. I think a lot of people are doing that. We did a job uh, recently and he said he hasn't hasn't turned his normal TV on in over six years to watch normal TV. Yeah.
0: Look, there's pros and cons of that because, I mean, people can withdraw from, let's say, you know, watching your commercial television, your sevens, nines, ABC, SBS, whatever. But if you start consuming news through, say, like, news.com? Oh, yeah, no, no. Right? He's, or, he's just doing entertainment stuff. Yeah, so yeah, I, I get that. Stuff. But, but I'm yeah, just saying yeah. if, if people do come away and then start, you know, receiving their news, that's when you then get affected by algorithms. Yeah. Right? You then do get um, – and I look, I see it all the time if, you know, I watch people on social media when they share a lot of posts and then you just see they keep sharing the same thing. And you know why they're sharing the same thing because they're getting – that same content that they've shared in the past, mm. they're getting more and more of that same content, yeah. right? And then, and there it goes. So it's the same thing with what you're consuming. So if you're consuming, you know, right, right wing stories, you know, pro LNP stuff like that, you, you're going to get more and more yeah. of that. It's the same but stuff sorry. we've talked about: conspiracy theorists and stuff, right? If you start going down the rabbit hole, they're just going to keep throwing more conspiracies at you, and then mm. you know, a lot of people who are vulnerable will will then consume that and then start. You know, where does their belief system balance as to what truth is? Yeah, if, that's if right. Going, Some people do go everyth- down the rabbit hole too far.
1: Exactly. Everything but that I'm seeing, question.
0: everything I'm seeing mm. is is saying this, everything's saying this, everything's mm. saying this, so therefore it must be true. Mm. Yeah?
1: Yep. But I think it's good to question. Like we talk about UFOs and stuff and... Like we've said previously, like the US government's now come out and said, yeah, we do have craft that aren't from here. <coughs> yeah. And from what I've heard from a professor called Bob Lazar, who was a physics um, person at Area 52, I think it is. Yeah, I've seen, um, I've seen the documentary.
0: seen you. the doco, yeah. But there's still people that, that dispute um, his testimony and other things, right? Yeah, but it's easy to come out and say, oh, that's not true. Yeah, but it's easy also for him to come out and say, this is what I saw.
1: Yeah, but how many people are saying that But. Do you well, know what and, I mean? Like there's, this there's is, many people that worked with him that seen the same. Correct. You know I mean? Like I like, 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 like said,
0: I'm not discounting it, right? I'm mm. not. But at the same time and whether it's – then this is where you've got to go, you know, is it a cover-up, is it this and that? So some people will come out and say one story and then you'll get a certain number of people go – we have no record of this person. He never worked there. This yeah, they tried to and And then you'll his... have other people say, "Well, I knew the guy and we went and up right. on a hill and we that's, saw these UFOs." That's, right. that's exactly where he what worked. happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, and reputable people that still have jobs in universities. Do you know what I mean? And said so, and I think Bob Lazar's, you know, <coughs> uh, Joe Rogan does a really good interview with him. Yeah. If anyone's interested in in going to have a, have a listen to it. Um, but yeah, like they basically tried to fuck him when he come out, like, and just stripped everything of him. You didn't, we didn't work here. You didn't do this. And then people started showing up with photos saying, well, here's me and Bob Lazar at the yeah. university. I've got nothing to hide. Yeah. Here he is. You know? So yeah. then, then the conspiracy grows legs in your own mind. Cause you think, well, why the fuck are they trying to cover it up? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and then, you know, he, he basically says that most of those craft come through archeological digs. So it's like, how long have they been around? You know? Yeah,
0: and if you look, I mean, some of the guys that I like watching, are the, you know, the astrophysicists and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that, who put out some incredible content. Yeah, uh, and Joe Rogan's interviewed some of them multiple yeah. times. Yeah, and the stories that they say about, like, you know, our planets here and the size of our Milky Way in the galaxy, and it's it's almost unfathomable to think about how big the galaxies are. Of course, are. I mean, yeah. well, we've got our galaxy. And then there's billions of others and stuff that oh, when yeah. we look at a, you know, even to the naked eye you wouldn't see it, but you look no. through a powerful telescope and then you can see it looks like a star, right, and then that there's a billion galaxies within it. Like the stuff is yeah. mind-boggling. So to Absolutely. think that we're the only organism that is, you know. Life. Well, yeah, turned into what we are. Like you got to think in reality, like <laughs> the space is so big mm. that yeah. are we really like just that one anomaly? Yeah, like, that's exactly right. It's unlikely that we are, right? Of course, absolutely. But, but our technological advancement where we are, I guess, as a human race and how far we've got, you know, like mm. where we can, we've can, we worked out we can fly, you know, by basically treating air a bit like, you know, water, um, being able to sort of, you know, drive through it at speed and then, you know, we get aerodynamics and then lift and we can go, oh, we can do that and we know we can go in hot air balloons and we can leave earth by blasting in a rocket. Mm-hmm. You know, with a shitload to, you know, to get out of our um, orbit. You know, gravitational field and orbit, right? But we haven't worked out how to go, you know, beyond. Mm. Like, and or travel, you know, around the earth in, in two minutes or all these other sorts of things. Because we've got, like, even with cars, right? It's an interesting one when people go, well, why don't we just put a bigger engine in the car for it to go faster? The problem is, is the car goes faster. The aerodynamics, or the air that you've got to push that car through, the resistance becomes greater, and you end mm. up in this, yeah. you know, cycle yeah. of doesn't matter how much you throw at it, you're getting more resistance. But then that's not to say that another, you know, because you know, the billions of years that we've existed, there's other potentially other life forms, galaxies and galaxies away, that are way more advanced than us. Mate, because they could be a billion years ahead of us. They exactly. They built the wheel. You know, know, before we did, but I'm yeah. I'm definitely open to the fact that yeah, we're not alone.
1: No, definitely not.
0: Right? But, definitely not. But at the same time, I think that we may have learnt things, like you said, they might have found you know archaeological digs and technology which led us down a path.
1: Mm. Well, We look at the look at the pyramids, mate. You oh, know, that's a that's, fascinating. That's one. A, that's another can of worms you could talk another two hours about. Yeah. You know, like and and how they're made perfectly to be in line with certain like longitude and latitudes and it's crazy
0: yeah yeah, yeah. but then, a, then there's a, a lot there's a lot of explanations on how that was done as well mm.
1: but like to get those big boulders that fucking far up like that's a big job you yeah. know and they said oh yeah they use ramps and they did this and they did that but some of those things were like oh, i think one or two ton rocks yeah and they're taking them i don't know how how tall are the pyramids i don't know a lot about them do you know that off the top of your yeah
0: well i've not seen them in person no neither have i but I m I I don't know. I don't yeah. know exactly what the height is. But yeah, I'll take your principle. Mm. Like if you go back to when they were built, yeah, well we didn't have cranes and, and you know lasers
1: um, and all of that stuff to
0: line things up. Yeah. Um even I was gonna say we didn't they'd probably I mean I think they did have things like hydraulics back then, but it was a different type of hydraulic to what mm. we you know, using we use fluids and stuff today, obviously in, you know, tractors and machinery and, and yeah. other things. They were using very similar principles but they obviously weren't you know, putting it into machinery. Mm. They were you know, obviously using other forms of, you know, your fluid dynamics and stuff to move weights around and, and blocks. And I think that's how they've done some of that. Mm. Um, but even to cut those blocks. I don't know how they've done
1: that. How they have a saw? You know what I mean? Like, and, and the way that apparently the way things are cut were within millimetre perfect. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like the insides of the pyramids are lining up millimetre perfect. And we're talking, what, 2,000 years ago?
0: Yeah, it's pretty intriguing though. Because it is very. This is this is like you said. Like, well, what have we done as humans in the last forty years? But we've been around it so long mm. that yeah, you think that you know, like even even look, what what still astounds me is even just go back to the Roman days, mm-hmm. right? And we've still got these buildings today, these coliseums and shit. Mm-hmm. And you turn around and go, well, how did those guys make these you know amazing um, stone-based pillars? Yeah. Like, you know, but perfect, a perfectly round with ornate trim on the top and the bottom and everything else. 30 metres
1: in the air. Yeah.
0: How'd but you they get did it even the, up there? They did that then. Mm. So that, that's did probably, they probably it by themselves? Well, I mean, if you look at a lot of the um, Egyptian, you know, or the Roman scriptures or like the, you know, the drawings and things, how they've done those, they look very yeah, industrialised and that's what they're saying, like things like, you know, Rome – the way that rome was built sort of you know was like what's led us to a lot of our industrial things like arches and all of that sort of technology they built then we mm. still use in bridges and that today
1: yeah but we can't right. build a house today that lasts longer than 20 years <sighs> oh no man
0: <laughs> that's because I, th- I don't
1: i don't know if rome well, did, well did they, yeah romans had capitalization revolution. then right mm, Exactly. Did they, yeah mm.
0: they would have used slaves they would have used all these other you know things that we can't do today mm. yeah <laughs> right yeah and I think, yeah, I mean there would have been a corrupt government with Caesar and the like in the day, you know, I'm not standing around. We still don't that, don't we? And we still had yeah, well <laughs> the AFL then was Roman chariot races and people in Colosseums. So we've changed. So there's a lot that's still the same. Mm. But I just think like if the talking tonight and anything has shown anything, like it's just we are pretty interesting as humans to think that there's people been around for so long, you know, for, for millions of years. Um, on on the Earth in in one way, shape or the other, you know, and how we even started is is interesting in itself. Adam, or Eve, Adam, and Steve. Um, chicken before the egg. Yeah, and then everything that we've we've achieved as a race, and things that we're still learning, and then even long before, you know, after we've gone, there'll probably be even more discoveries and, and and other things. Right?
1: How long do you reckon the humans are going to live? I don't reckon we're going another thousand years in us.
0: I I don't know. Look, it could take, you know, if you, if you look at Earth and how fragile we are, it could just take one asteroid strike and we're all gone, mm. you know. We wouldn't be able to survive a, you know, an event like that. Mm. Which uh,
1: happened to the dinosaurs or whatever 60 million years ago.
0: Well, even now, if you just go look at the moon, like the moon is just full of pits and dints. Like it's, it's like someone's taken to it with a baseball bat. Mm. The earth is the same. Go and look at, you know, like out in our deserts and the big craters and shit we've got. You imagine the size of, you know. Something the size of you that know, hit Brisbane at some point hitting yeah bang so it's happened before it can happen again I mean mm. it, it could happen in about thirty years you know so that's probably another thing why we've got agencies who are sitting out there monitoring this stuff I mean we had an asteroid pass between the moon and Earth recently mm. that was pretty fucking big mm.
1: that's right? only fourteen thousand K's between us and the moon isn't it
0: yeah, but I mean, but once again, you turn around and go, Look, like, the moon is actually a fair way away, right? This concept of the moon's just, you know, I think it's another one of those Neil deGrasse Tyson things where if he sat there with a basketball and a golf mm. ball and said, look, how far away do you think it is? Most people put it, you know, pretty close and it's like, it's fucking way out there. So there is a bit of distance. But look, yeah, if something can traverse between the moon and earth, there's you know, nothing stopping to say that something's going to, you know, hit our atmosphere and hit us. Mm. So that's why we've got a lot of people probably looking out there and trying to understand how we rotate around the sun and how we traverse through the galaxies and then watching all these other objects around and trying to calculate whether they're going to hit us or not.
1: Mm, that's right. But you, And would you, they tell us if... No, I think I think movies soften things too. Like you look <laughs> at Armageddon with we'll Bruce Willis through. where he goes up and he hops on that fucking asteroid and drills a hole in it and it blows it up and whatever happens, right? NASA
0: did that recently. Did they? They sent, they sent. Oh, they did too. They, they yeah. sent something to and exploded something on the surface to see to change if, its course. If they could, yeah, change its trajectory. Did it? It marginally. Yeah, it did. It did have a an impact because I mean, once again, I'm thinking how because you know, once again, I don't understand anything, right? I don't profess. You know, that we're just two heads in a shed, and everything I spoke of tonight could be total bullshit. And smarter people will correct us on it. I yeah, hope of they course. Do. Um, but I would think like if they're saying that there's you know there's nothing in space. Mm. That if you have an explosion, like here, here, I think that, you know, when something explodes, it's like the, the shockwave from the air.
1: Through the gravity. Or, or,
0: or whatever, you know, through the atmosphere is what hits us and does all the damage. If that doesn't exist in space and there's an explosion. How does that move? Exactly. but
1: Conspiracy, Jace we are on the other side of the fence. Well, but, but
0: hang on, the same thing <laughs> could be said is like, even when the space shuttles were like, or, you know, even the International Space Station today is there, they can move through... Um, um gyros right they just change because you know a gyro is no not really it's basically a massive spinning disc right so it's like a you've probably seen that you've seen a bike experiment before where someone holding oh, a yeah. tire and spin it yeah and then they can just like and the thing just holds that's like how the gyro on a on a plane's um gyro for their you know pilt, um was it pitch and tilt and stuff works but they do that on the international space station they got multiple gyros and when they change the gyros that actually allows them to move um, but the space shuttle used to have, you know, I don't know, some sort of a gaseous jet in certain parts that when they wanted to move, you know, like you'd see in the in the movies, it just sort of goes yeah. and blows. So there is ways to move objects around. Mm. So maybe the explosion that they did on the asteroid was not like we would typically think, like just fucking stick a dynamite on yeah, it, yeah. Blow yeah, that yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It might have been a gaseous explosion or something else to try and move it to do that man but look that that would be interesting but yeah i think the the point is if if something did happen Mm. would a government tell us fuck no we'd all just sit there and turn around and go
1: oh fuck look at this thing they they won't tell us if that's coming man they're not going to tell us because it'll it'll cause mass mass uh panic what do you think would happen when people actually see it coming well then you've only got a couple of hours
0: Right, so you reckon you can just, everyone just carry on and then it's just total mayhem until we're all fucked.
1: Until we're all fucked. So if they said, oh, in 10 years' time, this thing's going to hit us,
0: fuck, could you imagine? Yeah.
1: People would go fucking crazy, mate. Yeah. And that's what I think churches are. It's a way to control the masses. That's a fucking debate for another day.
0: It is. It is. We've cracked on for a (laughs) while. We've cracked on for a while. (laughs) Um, mate, look, it's it's yeah, there's so so much going on in the world at the moment. Mm. Um, but look, I take your point. Like, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying. Um, I definitely believe, like you said, there's two sides to every story, and I think yeah. governments and other people you know, I mean, you've only got to look around the world at dictatorships and everything else who want to control a narrative, yeah, who, who want to control the people. They say we live in a free country, we don't, I don't believe we do.
1: Well, to a certain degree, we do. To 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 a certain degree we do, but the narratives and the way things are pushed on us is not a free country.
0: But you're he- heavily governed. We've, yeah, so we're not free. Yeah, it was funny. Like, and I'll just I'll, maybe we we'll just end on this, right? So you, you talk about that, right? So how things change. Have you seen the Ricky Gervais joke where he talks about um, being cancelled? No, he says something something to the effect where he goes, "And like, what I've we've, got a joke too tonight. Okay. Yeah. What 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 we've said tonight? Like, and we've said nothing really controversial, right? It's just opinion." But we can't predict that in 10 years' time what we're saying now is offensive. That's right. Right. And he says, he says, like, just take, for example, now, if somebody back a few years ago turned around and said, look, women don't have dicks, right, if you said that 10 years ago, everyone would have just thought, no, no, no. But you say that today Mm. and you get cancelled. <laughs> right, right? Yeah. So the way he delivers is obviously a lot better, but he just turns around and he says, You just never know what you're gonna do. Like he says, Imagine ten years ago someone said that, you know, women had dicks. Mm. If you said that, or no, if, sorry, if you said women don't have dicks, right, would be classed as offensive ten years ago. Yeah. You said that today, or even if you said it ten years ago and someone finds out about it, you get cancelled today. Yeah,
1: that's bullshit. Right. That's yeah. That's society going <laughs> fucking mad. Isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, but there's, there's yeah.
0: definitely people out there that want to control the narrative and, mm. and want to control things. Oh, mate, because, I mean, look at Putin. What do you think Putin's telling his people about the war in Ukraine? Yeah, Ukraine are trying to fucking... Oh, and it's the West. The West are attacking them. And, you know, even that drone strike over the Kremlin recently, people reckon that that was, you know, a false flag. Mm. They run it because then they can turn around. Look, they, they're now trying to attack us because it then bolsters the... so he's going to lie because of that's who he is right he wants to have a is a uh, you know what is it a um what do they call it an autocracy i oh, um, don't know i've not heard of that word uh, no mm. it's but basically it's you know he wants to be the the guy in control forever control the people control the narrative right but so, so he's going fuck? to do everything else because he's that's who he is
1: yeah i know it's it's crazy man but I, but that could be happening in our backyard we just don't see it
0: yeah, America I did, I, could have their own narratives and what they believe and what they want to push. Well, there'd be the big the, look. There's so much that that happens in government that we don't get but told. Why national security?
1: But we're fucking, we literally are. On. I get it. I get it. We literally are the people the government are in place for. Yeah, but then there's some fuckwit that decides, well, we can't tell the people that.
0: Well, hold on, why not? Yeah. Oh, but that's national security. That's in the but, nas- not in the national interest. Off. That's in that. Yeah, I get we it. We are national security. We are national, mate. It's, it's the same argument we could have. I think you and I spoke briefly before we went on air, like Queensland is negotiating a treaty mm. in Queensland. Mm. Um, but you could turn around as a person and go, I wasn't consulted. It was actually not like at least from the voice they're going to run a referendum. Mm. These other decisions, government's making on our behalf. Yeah, you could just turn around and go, why, "Why the fuck are they doing this? Why aren't we consulted? Where's our say?" And and the response from some will be,
1: "You voted us in."
0: Exactly. What you yeah. do is you give us the keys. Yeah, it's bullshit. And you you vote for us to make these decisions and do these things on behalf of the community. You just go do you, and and we'll yeah, we'll and
1: do we'll this. take care of the rest. Of them. And when you're in the street in hardship because we've made wrong decisions, bad luck.
0: Yep, and the only thing you can do is turn around and go, right, I don't like them, i.e. I. I. the last mob, like federally, mm. LNP, you know, Morrison government, booted. And then people might now might be turning around and going, well, we've got buyers of remorse, we've got a new government in, but mm. are they doing anything different fundamentally? No. Probably not.
1: Probably not. No, that's all right. Mm. Yeah. Do you want so, my joke?
0: Yeah, let's just end on that. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> What's a joke?
1: Did you um? Did you hear about the local newspaper? <laughs> How good it was?
0: No. It was terrible. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you got it early. Yes. I've got another one. Oh, you got another one? Oh, yeah, I do. You. I, you do, do. Oh, it. I Okay.
1: Right, okay. Right. Did you hear about David? David, who? He, no, David. Did you hear about him? He lost his ID. Now he's just Dave. Dave. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. All right. Enough um, dumb. Jokes. All right. Cool, mate. <laughs> Thank you. And look, if you've listened along, I know this one was a bit of a ramble, and look, it's, it's like just just quickly like i mean doing a podcast sometimes we just speak right mm. and we go off on a topic like that and like i said i've got ideas of how certain things work and can't quite explain and that's why i said this is yeah. why i'm not not a scientist i haven't done you know dedicated my whole life to doing you know small scale electrics and things like that mm. um, i can configure stuff and i can do bits and pieces and i have an interest in it but Man, I think it's look. You know, there's there's our challenges. I'll go and, and have a look at what you've suggested. I mm. go and have a look at this mm. new element, mm. and then you just go and maybe Google how microchips are made, or mm. you know how how does um the fuck how, does this packet get sent from how, one side of the world exactly how does, in two seconds exactly how does that mm. work right? And then look, we'll both learn something um, exactly and be exposed to to something different, which is I guess all we can do is try and broaden our minds. But look, it's great to ask questions. Yeah, definitely. And on that note. We're done. Thank you very much for listening. It's, um, I hope you got something out of it. Glenn and I just do this as a therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It is it's awesome. <laughs> and, look, and for those who do support us and listen along, thanks for listening along. And once again, if you've got any answers um, or even can point us in the direction, even if you disagree with us, send us something through the socials and um, yeah, we'll have a read and we'll share it around. and listen we'll call you a bot. <laughs> if you've only got six six <laughs> followers, you're not legitimate. We're going to block you. No, we won't block you if you nah. disagree with us. Shit, we'll no, then, no, we'll think it's fantastic that you're have um you know, engaged with us. All right, over and out. <laughs>